Hello and welcome back to this episode of Love You Always. My name is Betta and I am a women's life and leadership coach. My work is rooted in reconnecting with your heart and aligning with your true self to expand and play a big game in life. I guide my clients through embodiment practices such as meditation and breath work to allow intuition to come forward from the body rather than just the mind. In this episode, you are going to hear just from me. So this is a solo podcast. It's a little different. So I am so excited to share with you. I welcome you in and I hope you can enjoy. Have a wonderful day. everyone. Thank you so much for joining this episode where it is just me, just myself, Betta. And I'm going to start us off with a brief meditation. So if you are driving, please do not participate or close your eyes. And um, if you are in a safe space, I invite you to join me in this meditation to ground down and just enjoy. So take a full deep breath in through the mouth, sigh it out, inhale through the nose, exhale through the nose, inhale through the nose for three, two, one, exhale for three, two, one, inhale for four, three, two, one, exhale for four, three, two, one. Come back to your normal breath. Bring one hand to your heart. Just start to feel and cultivate the love that you have within you within your heart space. Just notice what is on your heart today. What is on your mind? Allow there to be a light that connects your mind to your heart, your heart to your mind, through your voice. And then bring forward an intention that you have for yourself today, in this moment. Inhale that intention forward. Exhale. Another big deep breath in. And side out. Maybe wiggle out your shoulders, roll out your neck, stretch out your arms, whatever feels good in your body. And we'll come back. So here we are. I am so excited, so nervous, so jittery, all the things to be in this space alone. 
to be very honest and to just open up about this, I have been wanting to do a solo episode from the very start and it's uncomfortable for me. So I've been in a space of avoidance and because I had guests lined up, it was always this, put them first, put them before I do a solo episode. And over the last couple of weeks, I haven't had a guest scheduled and I haven't created a guest. And so I woke up this morning and felt the desire and the motivation and the claim to create action and to record and to be in this space as vulnerable as I am, but to show up. So here I am, and I wanted to spend the session today unscripted with just a few questions that I had for myself that I wanted to express and share um, so I could let you in a little bit more into my world and into this journey of creating this podcast and what my journey has been like so that either you could see yourself in my journey and it can help you in some capacity or it allows you to see a new perspective, hear a new voice. So I was asked by my coach two very specific questions that I thought would be a good guide for me to walk along in this episode. So the first question is, what am I no longer okay hiding? Ooh, sends it sends the shivers down my spine. And the second question is, what am I willing to take a stand for? Another really powerful question. So if there's anything that you take away from listening, I would invite you to write those two questions down. What am I no longer okay hiding? And what am I willing to take a stand for? Write them down, put them in your phone, come back to them when you have space to journal or just bring throughout your day because it can really open up vulnerable aspects and honesty within yourself. So to start with the first question, what am I no longer okay hiding? I feel called to just share my story, share my journey and start there. So I can begin with the journey of thinking about being a full-time business owner. When I graduated college, I went straight into a corporate sales role and felt really aligned with being in a sales position because I loved communicating with people. I loved being curious and understanding people. And so it was a really great entry point into my self-growth and transitioning from being a college student to a lot more responsibility. I moved to Boston and I was 
you know, totally financially independent and taking on a whole new responsibility of, of my career. And it felt really good. It felt really, really good at the time. And in that role, I was definitely in a position where there was a constant question in the back of my mind of like, is, is this really it for me? Is this really what I'm meant to be doing? And I know that that seems like a big question to ask such early on in your career, but it was, it was a loud question and, and I couldn't help but hear it most of the time. So what I did is I would get involved in outside activities. I ran my first marathon the New York City Marathon. And I started doing volunteer work and just getting more involved in the community. I loved living in Boston. And then there was this opportunity for me to move to California. So within my third year, I moved over to San Francisco and began ex experimenting and also expanding my reach within my role growing within my role of a sales rep. And that was really exciting. Again, the new adventure, new place, um, really exciting time. And yet, even though I was living such a busy quote unquote life, like I had a full-time job, I was in a new city, I, there was still a part of me that didn't feel fulfilled or it didn't feel like I was in the right role. So I decided to take on a second position part-time on the weekends where I worked at a wellness athleisure company called Sweaty Betty. And I just loved it. It was so fun to be within the wellness world. That was always my interest. And so I, I decided to tip, to dip one toe, one foot into that world just to see what it was like. And I soon experienced severe burnout. I did that for about six months, working a full-time sales role and then working on the weekends. And my body started to shut down, started to give me clues that I really was not healthy. I was not taking care of myself. I wasn't resting at all. And I was really on this treadmill. I was on this autopilot treadmill of just do more, do more, and by doing more, I will be more fulfilled. I will learn what I like, what I don't like, and I will eventually reach success. And then things quickly changed because of my health. And I decided it really wasn't worth risking my health to have more on my plate. And that time was also another transition of moving back to New York. So my husband at the time, who was my boyfriend, we decided to both move back to New York and start up again. And I found a new role in New York and started working and things started picking up really quickly again, got right into it. And the adrenaline and the energy within New York was so appetizing for me. I loved it. It was, it was just <clears throat> creating such a fun and playful atmosphere for my younger, more creative self. And 
that was really fun. It was such a joy living in New York and experiencing the energy and the momentum. And then about two years later, COVID hit. And while I was working my full-time job, I still had that inkling that something fell off in my sales role. So I decided to get certified in yoga. I got my 250-hour yoga certification. And I did that all part-time after hours. I'd go to the studio, you know, from 7 to 10 p.m. And on the weekends, do my classes and teach. And it was really fun again. It was an outlet for me to really experience and express a version of myself that I didn't feel like I could express in my corporate role. So... I was also getting certified through the Institute of Integrative Health and Nutrition um, because I wanted to become a health coach. Again, part-time or just discover it within myself and see how I could improve my health while learning more about nutrition. So again, yoga I was doing my yoga certification, doing the nutrition coaching, and working this full-time job. And then you can imagine that my time was really spread thin. Didn't have a lot of time at the end to do much more than my hobbies and my work. And then COVID hit. And within a couple of weeks, my company did a massive layoff and I was within that group. So March, 2020, I had this opportunity that I saw is like, wow, maybe this is the window for me to dive all the way in, or at least start diving into my desire and dream of being within the wellness world. So I began teaching yoga online to my friends and family. Some of you may have joined those really fun, really exciting. And I also started doing some health coaching. Again, some of you may be listening because it was through friends and family and it really sparked something new within me. It started to light up my soul and light up my heart in a way that I didn't expect, to be honest. I, I knew there was interest there, but I didn't think that it would actually satisfy me and actually bring me so much joy. So that was really the indicator for me to, to keep going with this, to keep leaning into what it means for me to be a coach, what it means for me to be a healer, a teacher, a yoga instructor. And so since 2020, I've been developing and creating myself as a coach. Now, at the very beginning, it was really, really hard for me to transition and change this identity that I had so close to my heart. And, and, and it was like this mask that I had on for so long, which was working in corporate as an account executive and just having that title to be able to share with people when I was at dinner parties, when I was around my parents and their friends. and anyone. It was just easier for me to say, I'm an account executive at a tech company. 
And now I was going through a, a shift in how I was using my language of describing who I was. And it was really difficult because I didn't really know who I was, even though I was deciding and making these choices of transition and change within my heart. I was very confused. I was, there was still a lot of shame from being laid off. There was shame for wanting to do something different with my life and not follow the path that I essentially thought I would be on for a very long time. And so it just kept me very small. I was afraid to use my voice and to express myself in a very authentic and human way. I was afraid to make a mistake. I didn't want to sound like a fraud. I didn't want people to question my integrity. I didn't want to be judged. And so in order to not feel those things, I just kept myself more quiet and safe and protected. And I really only shared with the closest people in my life. And one of the most difficult conversations that I had to have was actually with my partner because I was afraid that he wasn't going to think that I was the same person that he originally met that was really driven and motivated and wanted to make a lot of money in my job. I was afraid that he would think less of me if I wanted to take this new path and start over essentially. And, and, um, almost take a really big step back, it felt like at the time. So there was this internal conflict and internal battle going on of who, who am I? And how do I let go of this mask and this shield that feels so safe and protective, even though it's not who I actually am? And yes, that took about three years for me to shed. I went in and out of corporate. I joined a team, quit, joined another team, quit. I just, I felt like this internal battle of like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. I'm not ready to do my own business. I'm not ready. I don't have what it takes. It was this constant internal battle. And not that those questions or the doubt is fully gone. I'm still in this space of growth. And I have many days and moments where I take again, one step forward and two steps back. And I also understand now that that's okay. I have a different relationship to growth than I, than I used to. So I used to think that growth was constant, that it was like how you picture climbing a mountain, one foot in front of the other, always going up. And my biggest takeaway from the past three years of going down this new new journey and new path of discovery and self-fulfillment and creativity is that it there it's not a mountain. It's it's more like waves. You go up and you go down. You go up and you go down. You crash and then you get back up. And then you ride the wave, you ride the ease. There's moments of such peace and clarity. And then there's other moments of fear and, and danger. That's what it feels like at least. So this visual and idea of, of 
I'm riding a wave. I'm living more in this cyclical wave motion rather than going straight up a mountain and trying to reach the top. It's given me a lot more peace of mind, a lot more confidence and a lot more ease to be okay with slowing down, be okay with being in flow and playing rather than pushing and forcing. So I am no longer okay with hiding my vulnerable self. For a very long time, I think I was, because it was also new, I really didn't want to show up as someone that maybe was failing or was making mistakes or didn't know the answer, <laughs> didn't know herself. And so as I continue to grow and as I continue to be in this field of becoming a masterful coach and stepping into that fully, I recognize that vulnerability is such a beautiful part of it. Fear is a beautiful part of it. Joy is a beautiful part of it. There's all these elements that I actually want to experience rather than just perfection because perfection is keeping me at a distance. It's keeping me small and it's keeping me in this internal conflict space that really is unfair for myself and also this beautiful life that I have. So here I am in March of 2023. And there's a, a lot of more details to my journey and to my story that I think would be appropriate for another episode because I am 34 weeks pregnant and I have a really beautiful fertility journey. And that is something that I hold so close to my heart and I'm so excited to share Um and just know that that's how I'm showing up today as a powerful creator and soon mom to be. And I wanted to bring that into what I take a stand for. What am I willing to take, take a stand for? And really what comes up for my heart and what comes up for me here is being creators in this life no matter what you choose to do as your profession or no matter what you have as materials or what what your life looks like we are all different and we're all creators we're all artists of our life and if we look at our life through the lens of a creator, then we can love ourselves in a whole new capacity. We can hold ourselves in a whole new capacity. We can express ourselves, create freedom, 
And so I really take a stand for people who want to be the creator of their life, who want to love their life, love themselves, love their bodies, accept who they are and be willing to share their gifts with the world. I also want to take a stand for women who are in female bodies that feel safe and educated around their bodies, around their menstrual cycles, around their cyclical nature. And for people who want to not be just climbing the mountain, but want to experience the ebbs and the flows and as cheesy as this may sound, to ride the wave, to go surfing with me. Yeah. So that's what's on my heart today. Again, I'm an ever-growing human being, and these thoughts might be so different if you were to ask me in a year, in a week, tomorrow, but that's where I am today. And I really encourage you to look at those two questions yourself. What are you no longer hiding? And what are you willing to take a stand for? Have fun with it, play with those questions. And I would love to hear from you. If you have any feedback, reach out to me on Instagram at betta, B-E-T-T-A dot whistle, W-I-S-T-L-E. And I just thank you. Thank you for being with me. And I can't wait to hear from you. Bye-bye. Love you always.